When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? Hey, hey, marry me, Takar G. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's settled. <laughs> Uh, that's a little teaser into what we're here to talk about today. And what a teaser. <laughs> um, we are going to be talking about always today. We have no guests. We couldn't, we couldn't find one worthy of this band. No yes. one deserves. Everyone's too PC. To yeah. In this day and age. <laughs> no one's dangerous. Nobody enough. wants a little blood on their hands. <laughs> about Canadian dream pop oh, fame. <laughs> God forbid you get a little dirt under the fingernails, put in a hard day of work talking about always. <laughs> Oh a little shoegazing, okay? That's what we're here to do. <laughs> Some people just want to stare at the sky, all right? We're sh- talking shoegaze, we're navel-gazing. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. It's going to be... Uh, I'm, I've been excited to talk about this for a while. And we put it... I saw you you po- you posed it as an appreciation of always on Twitter. I like that. Because I was like, oh, maybe we just talk about the new album, but why not just mix a, l- a little bit of... We've never just talked about always before. I mean, other than on the Patreon and like... When I'm, you know, excited about a new song or yes. something. Yes. I mean, you probably could clip together an hour from oh, the years yeah. of Patreon content. I mean, they're the only <laughs> band I ever talk about. I, I have... mean, let me point out for the, the listeners that Tom is wearing an Always shirt right now. One of my three Always shirts. <laughs> uh, for a long time, I had more Always shirts than they had albums. <laughs> and now the the number's tied up. Although one of the shirts, because it was one of those like off-brand Etsy shirts, fully disintegrated you could and it kind of worked out because uh one of the members of the band left between albums and that guy was on there so it was kind of like a back to the future type thing where he started to disintegrate (laughs) off the shirt (laughs) that was me knowing that uh, things were coming to an end the least useful like prophecy (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) i could make i could make a lot of money with this (laughs) um yeah, it's uh, we're talking about always today. That's A L V V A Y S, a name that annoys many, um, <laughs> a spelling that annoys many. I personally really like it, although it is uh, when people call them always, it drives me nuts. Yeah. And I I know that if you just saw their name on paper, I fully get why you would do that. Yes. but it's uh, you know. Well, it's interesting because I I think they started at the same time around as that movie The Witch, which does the exact same thing, Mm -hmm, and also mm -hmm. is commonly called The Vavitch. It's very hard not to call it The Vavitch. What was Uh, in the air that everyone was doing that I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like there's another one, too. Um, Who did we see in Central Park? Oh, fuck. No. What is their name? Well, that's Chiverches. Chiverches, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Chiverches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Just putting V's in places these, they don't belong. These were going nuts. I think V for <laughs> Vendetta were, came out, yeah. and everyone yeah. was like... V for Vendetta came out, and then people were like, in about 15 years, we're going to really... <laughs> <laughs> well, they sat on it. They didn't want to look too eager. <laughs> when everyone, was V for... Was that like 06 or something? That 07? sounds right. Yeah, everyone... I know it really changed my politics for a while. <laughs> 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 I went all in in my uh, anarchy mask bag. <laughs> God, I want to watch that movie again because I feel like it's got to be laughable at this point. I bet it's very uh, cringe. As yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a guy. The fact that he's wearing a mask the entire time and he's like romantic with Natalie Portman. Well, now that it's also the anonymous mask, it makes mm. it weird too. There's that whole thing, you know. Uh huh. That's true. Oh, we are part of Anonymous, by the yes. way. We should announce to, mm-hmm. to, the, to the people. We are a big part of Anonymous. Um, <laughs> Maybe like the two biggest guys. <laughs> yeah, we're two of the we're two major voices 
in the anonymous world. Um, and we, it, yeah, you know. we decided to do the voice changer shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we didn't. We were very uh, insecure about our voices, and that's how it all started. And then we kind of just let the ball keep rolling. Um, <laughs> Speaking of that, I did get a comment after a recent show. It said, "You have such an interesting voice. You must get that all the time." I was like, no, I'm actually taking that as an insult. But <laughs> yeah, I'm deciding to take that as an insult. <laughs> Um. Yeah. That's. Uh, by the way, Tommy was just on my last Good God show. What a time! That was a great time. God, one of the fun. Oh, hey, I didn't even hear the door open. Uh, my wife I has don't. entered the uh, chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um. There was. Uh. My last Good God was. Uh. Was on Sunday at Union Hall. Very fun. We're moving to L.A. and. Uh, the whole Good of, God team. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we're taking our talents to uh, the West Coast. Um. Uh, there was a very fun moment where uh, a friend of the show, Emmy Blotnick, did one of the oh craziest God, things. Yeah. Uh, there was a, f- a couple crazy moments. <laughs> yeah. One was Shane Torres wearing a Freddy Krueger mask and doing his normal act. <laughs> <laughs> doing a Freddy Krueger mask, saying, I'm going to do some new stuff, and then he, doing olding I think he did some of those jokes on the first good God. <laughs> Very funny. The mask was truly terrifying. You can go to his Instagram now and you can see him doing it at the cellar. Um, it's very, uh, it's very stupid and funny. Um, but another very silly moment was before, when Emmy walked in. She texted me. Oh, actually, she texted me the song so I can play it. Um, she goes, "Hey, I've had this song stuck in my all, in my head all day. You know the song I'm Hot Tonight' from Scarface?" And I was like, "No, I yeah, have no either. idea what you're talking about." <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, well, uh, there's a part where they say I'm hot tonight." And she goes, "All day I've had my head uh, Tom Takar," <laughs> which is like such a stretch. Yes, it's just three syllables like working out and. I don't know the song. She's like, I'm gonna. I was gonna play it on stage, and I was like, well, I don't know the song, but hey, have fun. Also, I was like, I don't think most of the people because I was closing out, so I was like, you're going up before me. A lot of these people don't know who the fuck I am. Like, she thought it was gonna be like a whole thing yeah, where it's yeah. like a, a bunch of good god fans are coming out yeah. to see uh, my going away. But really, that was just uh, an event for comics to come hang out, and uh, the audience was there. I don't know why, because they were kind of weird. <laughs> I think they were big Kruger heads. <laughs> um, but uh, she still goes up during her set, and she goes. She asks the audience, "Do you guys know the song I'm Hot Tonight?" No, no one. Says no yes. claps. No. <laughs> then she says, "Do you guys? <laughs> do you guys like? Uh, you guys know that it's Tom Takar's last night. Uh, good God! And uh, very little fanfare. <laughs> maybe two claps. One of them is my one wife. One of them married to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and she still. <laughs> she doesn't do it right away either. She's like, okay, well. Uh, never mind. And then she goes about her set for a little bit. And then at the end of her yeah. set, she goes, all right, let's hear I'm Hot Tonight. <laughs> and she goes, at the part where they say I'm Hot Tonight, let's everybody say Tom Takar. Nobody knows when that part of the <laughs> song is say, coming. I'm Tom Takar. Yeah, I'm like it was Tom Spartacus. <laughs> everybody say I'm Tom Takar. No one knows when the part of the song she's talking about is coming because we don't know the song. Part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was laughing. I was laughing so hard because I was like, Amy, here's the the series of events. We all know the song I'm Hot Tonight, right? No. And we know it's Tom Takar's last night in town. Who are you talking about? And now let's at the part where they say I'm Hot Tonight, sing it out. This is the song. It also takes forever to get to the part she's so hoping for. Yeah, it's not like a call and response. No. It's not like an easy thing to know. Uh, I skipped forward here, too. There it is. And that was the part she wanted people to say. Um, that's 40 seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> well, friend of the show, Caitlin Cook, very rightfully pointed out that it would have made way more sense to go, it's Tom's last night. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Instead mm. of I'm Tom. I'm Tom Takar, <laughs> which doesn't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> and like for a crowd to say, I'm Tom Takar, that's how yeah. you celebrate. <laughs> yep. It's so funny. Uh, it was a great musical moment, and uh, what a great time. Anyways. 
Let's talk about the very band because I want to talk about the Canada stuff that happened, but I'll we can do that on the Patreon. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I have a crazy story with the Patreon. Ooh, also. baby, yeah. get on the Patreon, three dollars a month, you get some bonus episodes, you get to hear this episode ad free instead of these pesky ads that we barely get paid for anyway. Yeah. So well, at least it's every eighteen months. Yes. <laughs> well, we shouldn't have uh, agreed to that cycle. <laughs> we agreed to a thirty-year fixed payment. Um, <laughs> We got a reverse. It's a reverse mortgage <laughs> podcast ad pay. <laughs> um, all right, we are here today though to talk about the band. Always, they put out a new album. I, I, we kind of teased it maybe on the Patreon. I was, uh, I was excited for the album, but I was a little bit hesitant to get too excited because the singles they had put out. They've been slow playing this thing. They put out a, a few singles along the way. And I it wasn't that I didn't like the singles. I was just like, you know, I'm having trouble gripping onto these. Uh and it's I think part of it's their first album I just listened to as a whole. And I had heard Archie Marry Me, but I I listened to the th- whole thing as a com- as a complete thing and I fell in love with it just by listening to it on repeat. Anti-socialites kind of same thing. Um there are a few songs off of anti-socialites that i really really love but it's not an album that i'm like into the same way i am uh blue rev and uh and always self-titled those two albums i think are great but the, so blue rev comes out i am in canada where the very band is from uh they are they formed in toronto uh, although they are from uh, what is it, Prince uh, something or other? I can't remember the name of the town they're from. Who gives a shit? <laughs> um, but uh, oh yeah, but they're based in uh, Toronto. They are from uh, Prince Edward Island. That's it in a sh- uh, Charlottetown. But uh, I was in Canada this week. I throw on this album, Blue Rev, and I go. I'm just gonna let this play on repeat. I let it. I let it do its thing. I fall in love with this goddamn album. It's so good. Um, very into it. Uh, your laptop is over here, by the way. Um, yes. Uh, I loved it. I've listened to it probably 15, 20 times uh, since it came out, and I'm all in on it. Uh, yeah. Pitchfork. 8.8. 8. 8. 8. 8. I almost think that's too high. <laughs> it's crazy. That's an insane... Review. That's an insane review. I can't remember what they gave. I know that always self titled. I'm pretty sure got best new music. Oh yeah. Um, I don't think. Uh, that yeah, I can look it up really quick. Yeah. But they also got a big profile that I read today. That's really good. In the New York, new York Times. Or the oh, in Pitchfork. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. It, it was on the front page today, so I don't know if it just Ooh, came out, but it was baby. a nice, nice, nice read. I would recommend Love it. it. Uh, I have not read that yet. I was just reading the Vulture. Uh, so that's where yeah. I found out a fact that I messaged you about, yes. which is that Molly Rankin, the lead singer's dad, was a musician, mm-hmm. a very popular in Canada musician, part of a family band with all of like siblings, so like her aunts and uncles. Wow. So it was just called the Rankin family, and uh-huh. he tragically died in a car crash. And yeah. I never knew any of that. It's like a brutal one too it's like the type of thing it's a nightmare where it was like a icy road and like he i think a couple of her siblings were in the car and like yeah survived, everybody else uh, crazy, some friends yeah. and stuff they all survived except for him he went to the water the icy water and uh, they don't know if he drowned or it was impact Oof. or whatever but it was very disturbing um and he was 40 and i was just reading about how uh she made music to like there, some of the stuff she made is like in, to honor her dad, and like it's very sweet. Um, yeah, we should play a little Rankin Family just because I think it's so interesting. Yeah, um, but also I did look up this. They didn't get best new music before they got debut. Got seven point six, oh, and anti social really? got seven point three. I can't believe so this is, the debut got seven point six. I think they're like always hesitant now to give a debut. Yeah, best you know, just like I was certain that it got. Maybe I just um, didn't give a shit because I loved the. And it, the thing that got me into always the my intro to them was uh, the NPR podcast All Songs Considered. Mm. Uh, I think that's NPR. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, they played Archie Marry Me, and I immediately was like, "What is this?" I listened to it over and over again, and then I listened to the album nonstop. I bought the vinyl. We would listen to it at our old oh, Chicago yeah. apartment all the time. It was a it was a Chicago apartment staple. Fell in love with the thing wall to wall we've played songs from on the show before um how do we want to do do we so let's listen to the i just want to play one yeah one rankin family song because so he played the fiddle and i think he was just a multi-instrumentalist but he was just like an incredible musician part of a family band and uh they played like celtic inspired folk and i was like this sounds like first of all 
some char shit. Yes. <laughs> it was all some me shit too. Um, so this is what they sounded like. This was her dad's band. know if that's him singing but mm. i don't because there's i think one of the brothers is in the band too but yeah. it's just they just made like beautiful folk music yeah. and it's like you can kind of hear it sometimes and mm-hmm. always i feel like one thing that's weird because i was reading about the celtic stuff and uh, i hadn't heard uh that before i hadn't heard uh, the dad stuff but i found uh, i was reading a uh, a profile on molly rankin and it mentioned that she had an EP from 2010 called She that was solo. And I didn't know about that. It's not on Spotify or anything. It was all covers of the Green Day song She. That's true. <laughs> just over and over again. <laughs> and different takes. And they're all good. <laughs> um, no, she uh, she opens it. And I was like, this is weird. Um, because it opens and you can tell she's playing at a bar that's really chatty and noisy oh, it's weird it's just the opening because the rest of it's produced and like it's clearly in a studio uh but the first thing is this live performance and it's like a weird celtic thing she's doing oh interesting. I, it must yeah. be like a tribute to her dad in some capacity i or maybe it's just the style of music that from where she's from that was popular at the time or something because the rest of the album is normal it's just regular kind yeah. of poppy solo kind of like sarah Bareillesy, like singer songwriter shit um and then it's but this opening is this weird kind of like yeah celtic shit i can't even i can't find it because it's on i mean it's on youtube you guys can find it it's, just look molly rankin she ep and the whole thing they have the full ep um it's it's really good honestly i'm gonna listen to it after we're done nice. here because uh i was finding the song who broke your heart's really good tricky fellows is fun i haven't finished it but uh yeah it's a, it's a good little time um but so I, I I fell in love with uh, that first album. What what was your intro to, to Always, Tommy? Yeah, I don't remember how I heard Archie Marry Me, but that was yeah. definitely. I mean, I think that's how everyone kind of got into them. Yeah, it, it's like I think they mentioned in the Pitchfork thing that it's like an indie rock, like it's a classic at this yes. point <laughs> as far yeah. as indie goes. You know, it's it's a perfect album for me. I it's might have heard no Ben skips. Gibbard cover it before I heard really? it. That might be how I heard it first. Dirty I know, which is I mean, if any way you get into the band, you know, to cover but, shit. <laughs> <laughs> except for. The damn divorce payments to Zoe. Let's go. <laughs> you owe that bitch money. I, I heard you short, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep writing your old divorce albums. Pay up. <laughs> Starting this rumor that has no I mean, she probably pays him. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to assume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I can't imagine it, it's going the other way. <laughs> I think on she and him payments alone. <laughs> uh, is that the name of that, that yeah, two piece? Yeah. yeah. Um, J.K. I'm sure, and musically he's made more. Yes. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I have a feeling the star of screen is making yes, a little yeah. more. The sitcom star, for yes. <laughs> long running sitcom yep. plus movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We used to, but it, like I said, in our old shithole Chicago apartment, this was a record that would be playing all the time. Tim liked it too, and like I, when you would come over to play video games or whatever, we would always put yeah. it on. It was a great, great time, great, great album to put on, and wall to wall, great. We've played, we've definitely played uh, ones who love you on this show before. Mm-hmm. We've definitely played Archie Marry Me. I'm going to throw on one. Which was I, Tom's Wedding. So one of Tom's Wedding. Yes, playlist. of course. Picks. And uh, we hung out with our friend, uh, our friends Rachel and Adam last night. They their walk ups like the bride's walk up song was Archie, a cover of Archie Marry Me, and I lost my fucking mind. Uh, very cool. They did the uh, Rob Zombie. Cover. That's true. Yeah, it was very disturbing. Marry me, Archie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's play. I love Next of Can too. This is the thing. This whole uh, album is great. What's the one? Oh, it's the Agency Group. I'll play. Um, this song rules.
See, that's why we couldn't have any of these PC people on, because she's an outcast of modern society. Exactly. I, I love she said, the lines, uh, the line she says, uh, an outcast of modern society suffering from a case of sobriety. That's great. <laughs> that is a perfect stand by your band lyric. <laughs> also, the line up above that, the uh, I'll admit I've been losing sleep, uh, rifling through your toxicology. I, I love that. Uh an underrated song, like I feel like Archie Marry Me gets gets uh, the yeah. you know the highlight of that. Now when I go back, I listen to Agency Group and One to Love You maybe more than I've I've Archie Marry Me is just I've played it so many times yeah, and I love I it am. so much. But it's uh it's really the whole album is good. It's nonstop hits. Um, yeah. Is it, do you have another uh first? Because I figure yeah, Party Police uh, Party Police is a killer. We do have to defund the party police. Yes. <laughs> All party police are bastards. <laughs> uh, it's Yeah, that song is so fucking good. It is incredible. I, I don't know if it's like coming from a musical family or whatever, but like they came out the gig with such like cool melodies. Yeah. And like not like the kind of simple stuff you sometimes associate with this mm-hmm. type of music. And I don't know, such a defined sound right away. That album is just like perfect. It's so fucking cool. And just imagine you're sitting in your little office at Pitchfork. <laughs> and you have the fucking nerve to hear that and go, 7.6, be happy. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's not. It's not good enough. That is a fucking 10. That album is so goddamn good. It's Truly, I put it on. I don't skip shit. I can still just walk around with it and uh, and let it play. It's perfect. So that made it. A tough follow-up to have antisocialites. Mm. Like, the, not that it was not great. I love antisocialites, yeah. but the bar is very high when you come out of the gate with always self-titled. And I feel like I know when and I, I vaguely remember when antisocialites came out. I was very much not wanting to uh, compare it. I, I wanted to like come in hot. I wanted to, it to be incredible and I wanted it to be the best. And I still love, I love the album. I remember you being like, it's not like there was no Archie Mary me on that. Album. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, it was kind of, I think it's kind of what happened to the strokes too, which is a band they ended up opening for. Yes. Um, where is this? It is just so perfect that room on fire is an incredible album, mm-hmm. but once you, once you compare it, it just yeah. doesn't, doesn't hit the same, but yeah. you compare and you got to despair. Because, <laughs> That's true. Uh, and I, I'm so tired of despairing, <laughs> but it's true. And if it's almost like if you reversed these albums coming out, I would have loved them both. And I would have been blown away by antisocial lights. Yeah. Uh, I think because like I was, this was perfect timing for me. Like I remember very vividly, the, on my way to my first date with uh, my wife, uh, I was listening to this album. It had, it was pretty new still. Um, it might have been out for like two three months. It it came out while I was going through a breakup, so I was like, it was kind of a perfect time for me to have this album. It was uh, twenty seventeen. Um, must have been like August or something. I can't I can't remember, but. Uh, the songs that uh, that hit me from this one, because I, I do find myself skipping through this album a little bit. I don't listen to, like, Lollipop, I kind of skip through. Um, Plimsoll Punks was one of the singles, and I thought it was all right, but it, uh, it didn't quite do it for me. 
I think but, one and two are great on this album. Yes. Yeah. In Undertow and Dream Tonight are great. Yeah. Uh, Not My Baby was my favorite song, along with Saved by a Wave. And Forget About Life is uh, Forget About Life is a great album closer. I think that they're really good at closing albums out. Um, And honestly, I think Forget About Life is a better album closer than Blue Rev's album closer. And I like I like that closer, too. But uh, Not My Baby is a great fucking breakup song. I'm going to play a little bit of it now. to good it, yeah, and it progresses song. really well it's it's great but it's true the first uh the first two songs are, are really strong dreams tonight is the song i was listening to on my way to meet uh, yeah Antonio. that was gonna be yeah. my uh my one pick if i had, yeah. to, if I had to pick one mm-hmm. my pick to click let's, <laughs> dreams tonight. let's go ahead and hear some of it dreams tonight is a it's a great pop song it's it's fun it's uh it's a little lighter but it's uh it's a lo-fi beat to study too oh hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've been just finding textbooks <laughs> I'm learning so much. <laughs> <laughs> So good. Uh, according to the Pitchfork Review, Dreams Tonight, a live staple since early last year, showcases this slight shift towards synthy melancholy. But for all its insistent hooks, Rankin also analyzes a broken relationship from a wealth of young vantage points, uh, introduces the album's title phrase, and indulges in lovelorn wordplay. Uh, the example is so morose for me, seeing ghosts of me writing oaths for me. Um, that was actually my review of SNL. <laughs> Lovelorn. Wordplay. <laughs> That's why I call a sketch as a wordplay. <laughs> that was fine wordplay you did tonight. Um, Lovelorn. Lovelorn. <laughs> Every episode. I read some review of uh, the newest. I haven't watched uh, SNL this season except for a couple of things. Yeah. but. Uh, I did see one thing where they were pissed off that in back-to-back weeks they've referenced Lorne, and it's been very meta. Uh, ah. Could be because Lorne is on his way out, and a new Tom Takar type is going to be the, <laughs> the head it's of Emerging SNL. from the shadows. People are saying, Tom, why don't you get on SNL? I have bigger ideas. I'm going to own the goddamn thing. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Another hour of cult sketches? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know who Trevor Lawrence is. <laughs> oh yeah, Mr. Viral, by the way. I can't believe that tweet popped off. Oh my god, I got the funniest uh response to it. Uh before I say that, I was reading this review and I it's funny, I was stuck on uh the Sunday crossword. Spoiler alert, skip if you haven't finished uh the Sunday uh, October 17th crossword. Well, it's not going to help your streak at this point. No, no, no. <laughs> uh but it says uh they continue 
Uh, better yet, in a similar vein, not my baby, an aching and eth- ethereal song that bum bums like the answer uh, to the runettes. That that bum bums like the answer to the runettes. Be my baby. Oh yeah, yeah which yeah. was a clue this mm-hmm. week, and I had never heard of the runettes. Oh yeah, so, yeah. very exciting. I be now. My, be my, be oh, my I knew that baby. song. I did not know that was. I thought it was the Rondas for some reason. Mm. But uh, now I'm gonna be able to check back into my crossword <laughs> with an answer from Pitchfork. Um, but I tweeted uh, that Trevor Lawrence, I tweeted a picture of him at the end watching the Colts win against his pathetic Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> he lost to the greatest football team to ever be 3-2-1. and one. <laughs> the Countdown boys. <laughs> they did but, that on purpose. Yep, they knew this was the plan the whole time. Uh Trevor, I said Trevor Lawrence looks like he runs an early level Pokemon gym here, and uh, it is popped off twenty eight point six k likes. Uh, very surprising. I did not think this was going to uh, hit, but I got a very funny response from someone pissed at this tweet, um, which was I I thought if anything no one would care about this, but uh, the the one guy who was pissed. Oh God, there's too many fucking responses. I, this is um. I'm drowning in these. It's in the like hidden responses. But basically the guy's pissed off that adults are referencing Pokemon and uh <laughs> I was trying to think what angle Yeah. Could, oh, he here could we be go. Mad at that about. I found it. I want to respond to this cuz it's so funny to me. He says grown ass men talking about Pokemon and other grown men knowing exactly what he's talking about is pretty pathetic. It must be true that kids today have much lower testosterone levels compared to older generations because y'all are soft. Dog, I was like 10 when Pokemon came out. It was yeah. in my wheelhouse. You what remember you shit from about? your childhood? Yeah, How low you is your tea? <laughs> and look, it's low. <laughs> How low can your tea go? But it's like, yeah, anybody who knows what the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are. <laughs> Highly sus. <laughs> what a strange criticism. But it made me laugh to be that angry about a Pokemon yeah. tweet. Uh, anyways, uh Let's move on to the new album. Cause, so yeah, I, I liked that album a lot. There were some definitely some some highs. And like I said, the album Closer is incredible. I, I like it just as much as the album Closer to uh, the self-titled. It's really, really good. Um, having said that, Pitchfork is calling Blue Rev the the best album. Like that they their, yeah, their yeah. level up album. Yeah, yeah. They, they finally figured it out. Uh, I love Blue Rev. I don't know if I fully agree with what Pitchfork is saying here because I, I think that they, you know, they were over them all, all over the map a little bit. This album did take them five years. Uh, they lost a band member in the process. They also had a, a global pandemic happen at them, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were planning on Zoe and Ben got divorced. They had to deal <laughs> there's with a that. lot going on <laughs> in the world. Uh, this whole uh, Olivia Wilde thing. <laughs> There's a lot going on to um, to think about, uh, but they they finally put it together, and they had the help of a Canadian slash LA uh, producer superstar. Who? I, what's that guy's name? Mark Everett. Yes, Everett. Who was originally only going to do half the album, and then he heard what was happening here, and he said, "I got to get it on the whole fucking thing." <laughs> And he did the right thing because it is uh it's a beautiful, beautiful album. Like I said, we got the uh the singles that came from it were Pharmacist was it a very online guy was a single too, wasn't it? Like a late it was single. It was like a split one, yeah. yeah. I, I think the the single that was the best was the second single, which is easy on your own. Yes. Which I think is a standout. Yes, agreed. So, uh, you want to go ahead and yeah. pop on a little bit of uh, that guy? Fast forward a little bit. Yeah.
that's a fucking banger. banger. That's one I think will be so good live. Yeah, um, yeah that's going to pop off. It's always nice when the band says the band name in the song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's such a common word. <laughs> that's really funny. Um, I am here. I'm really pissed off. I'm not going to get to see them when they come to New York. They're coming right after I leave, and they're going to be in L.A. right before I get there. So it's really Man. bad timing. I'm I'm sure that that can't be a coincidence. No, they are <laughs> avoiding my ass, and it's probably because I sent some weird DMs. Um, I I did make a desperate play to open for them before they got oh, much yeah. bigger. But um, <laughs> I was on a festival with them, and I was praying that they would. Uh, be there earlier but they were incredible also uh they i'm sure did their set and got the fuck out of denver immediately <laughs> the only uh, festival that let me at is midsummer <laughs> <laughs> why are we so mid <laughs> they said i get to wear a bear costume <laughs> i can't wait to do the rock jump they've been talking about <laughs> surely there's water at the bottom of it <laughs> <laughs> uh they said it's all flowers <laughs> for us um anyways uh i was reading about uh they did a show in chicago and somebody said it was really weird and the vibe was bad. oh interesting. and it was like they said the band was good apparently they came out kind of weird but they said the vibes were really weird something that really made me laugh so, so this girl was posting and she was pissed off uh because she said guys kept like touching her which is obviously fucked up well like, there's the big story you know the story right what's that they were they were in uh antwerp in belgium oh and, uh, shit. someone rushed the stage and tried to kiss her i did yeah. i was just reading that yeah, yeah which is not right but tommy and i do welcome that in our shows. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> jk uh, do not run up and kiss us, um, <laughs> but you can come up and slap our little hind. He's, now, if Kevin is with us. <laughs> yes, that is fair game. He made that choice when he agreed to be on the Patreon three years ago and not since. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, at this show in Chicago that they just did, um, they, they, there was like moshing kind of to Archie Marry Me, which That's is so weird. funny. Yeah. Like, if you've heard the song or anything from this band, nobody should be pushing anybody at this fucking <laughs> yeah. show. I hate that shit. I am uh, too old for it. It happened to be a mannequin pussy where I just ended up in the heat of a mosh pit <laughs> because I was like, I was like, oh, there's so much space up front and I forgot <laughs> what they do. Um, because I think of this shit as like very like light. I don't know. I, I mannequin pussy is much harder, obviously. Yes. But, uh, always, no one should be fucking oh, getting not. pushed yeah. around. And don't touch people, man. It's, Listen it's to our buddy, uh, our buddy from Matchbox Twenty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do the opposite. Yeah, of don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's three a.m. Go to bed. <laughs> don't and don't be pushed around. <laughs> you might want to push me around, but don't do it. Um, <laughs> anyways. Um, Another fun story. I think this is about the Chicago show. On the way to the show, they got sides. Their tour bus got sideswiped by a semi. Whoa! And the, it knocked their mirror off. Pretty crazy that they could have. Uh, could have. That's pretty fucking scary. Yeah, that's very sure. dangerous. Uh, sideswiped by a semi pull, and they got pulled over because they didn't have a, a side view mirror anymore. That's uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, they still made it to their show. Uh, they yeah. were an hour fifteen minutes late to sound check, but still made it per an insider. Uh, pretty crazy stuff. But um, I look. I was looking up. I'm gonna save this actually because we should listen to some more music. Because uh, I found some uh, uh, fun. I looked up always controversy, and there was a very funny one that uh, I I simply must share later. But. I have a lot of favorites off this album. Easy on your own is so good. Pharmacist, when it was uh, when it came out on its own, I was enjoying it, but it wasn't grabbing me. But with the whole of the album, I love it now. It's it's really good. Yeah, I think um, um, the also the singles sound better in context. Too. Yes, yeah, one hundred percent. Very online guys, fun. I've come Pomeranian Spinster was the only song that I was starting to kind of skip, and then now I love it. I was listening to it today and having a great time with it. But I think my other I, I made a list on I posted on Twitter I checked it twice <laughs> um, I wait I just lost it God damn it I was looking at the fucking uh, response to this tweet I think you had Belinda on there I did Belinda says is uh, maybe my uh, I want to say it's my favorite right now I love After the Earthquake 
pharmacist tile by tile is great mm-hmm. velveteen is great velveteen yeah that's one of the ones. i'm gonna i'm gonna play a couple of these but uh my favorite one right now it's it's classic uh classic always sound is called belinda says That's a great song. That just makes you want to mosh, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Have this. to the country. (laughs) I love that song. That song rules. It's so good. Um, Find myself paralyzed. It's fucking great. That's a great melody and very catchy. I wanted to point out also that the album cover is a picture of her and her dad when she she's wearing like a life jacket. She's a little kid. It's a great picture. There's, there's like, like a there's a few there's like a set of pictures from that too that oh, are really nice. cool yeah. that she's po- they posted on it's their like very Instagram. Very stormy behind. Just yeah. a cool ass picture. Very cool picture and it's like very sweet. Um and the look on her face is very yeah. fun. It's 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 just a great fucking And album. I also think being on the water and with the title it's a subtle homage to the film Blue Crush I, about sexy ladies exactly who surf. Exactly agree. <laughs> this is the kind of thing that kind of dumbasses don't pick up no, on. <laughs> no, full on dumbasses would never understand that kind of everything is a reference to Blue Crush. <laughs> And when the Democrats fucking crushed Trump in 2016, <laughs> that was also an homage to Blue Crush. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Biden should run on a Blue Crush. <laughs> Make his tour poster the poster, you know, tour posters for presidents. <laughs> how they look. <laughs> I remember I tried to do a joke many years ago about <laughs> my favorite wave of feminism being the waves yeah. they surf on in Blue Crush. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was what a time. <laughs> oh my god. Um let's hear some more music. This is like this is the new album. I want to play a few songs from it. Uh like I said, I've been listening to it nonstop. At first I wasn't keeping track of what the song titles were, and then when I was going to make my list, I was like, I I want to I want to keep on top of it. So the other song, we've played what, six songs now? Um we usually do that. Well, we switched to four, but this is a, a this is a different type Maybe of Maybe give show, a Velveteen. Maybe. Yeah, I wanna I wanna hear some of Velveteen. Let's hear some of Velveteen. That's a that's a great great song about a jealous girlfriend. <laughs> no, very good. Um, Inspired yeah. by Velveeta Cheese, of course. Of course, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, that is that one's killer. That was the first song to hook me, and then yeah, that and Belinda says right now are the two that I'm I'm rocking with. Hell um, yeah. Well, we should go to the Peanut Gallery just because yes. we want to get a Patreon oh, in before yes, I have to you're go. Right, you're right. Yeah, good call. Um, we got we got some comments from the old Peanut Gallery. Um, oh, real fast, I'll just say the fun fact. I the controversy was a, a wait a waiter at a, a restaurant tweeted that uh that that always banned uh came in and ordered mayonnaise with their french fries and mm. also asked called ahead and asked if they could have tennis on the tv <laughs> that pissed off this waiter <laughs> it's like that's i think a pretty reasonable Gordon thing Vance. also it's like that's a french thing to put man like a french canadian mm. thing to put mayonnaise on your fries i like tennis. yeah these are our people maybe <laughs> They seem like uh, they seem like great people, and yeah, don't uh, run up and kiss anybody. All right, let's go to the peanut gallery. The people who uh, subscribe to the Patreon get their thoughts guaranteed to be read. I'm pretty sure I did this right, so I hope that it went through. Yes, okay, we got one comment. Uh, I, I posted a little bit late. I think we got one. Uh, Nick Steinberg says, "Oh, it's." Uh, they also said this on Twitter, but. Uh, did uh i've been a casual listener for a few years but their most recent album blue rev made me a fan i bought tickets to their toronto show in december love the guitar driven dream pop sound and can't wait to see them play live that it's gonna be a great time i gotta go get tickets to that new york show so i've never gotten to see them play indoors i've only seen i saw them at a chicago festival that brings up our first tweet from friend of the show tim mclaughlin what do we got oh yes he said one of the best concerts i've ever seen was at wicker park fest with the friend of the show cam gillette fan i don't know about friend of the show and host of the show tom (laughs) to after a massive storm in chicago Mm -hmm. Comma IL. <laughs> they absolutely killed it. Thank you for clarifying what yes. <laughs> the in Chicago too. is in. I do want to say, I'm surprised Tim said that because there were some sound issues at that show, and I loved it. I had a great mm. time when they played Archie Mary Me. It was a very fun moment. They And it was great because they played, it was, uh, I think they played all of uh, yeah. the self-titled, yeah. so it was really great. And they played a cover of... Uh, that song from Dumb and Dumber that's like a you go way too fast the primitive song oh, yeah. um it was very fun i saw them at denver uh music like uh, underground it was like a pre high plains fest thing that was one of the best shows i've ever seen the sound was incredible and they again they played every song i loved um and the uh, anti socialites had already come out so they were playing some of that too and it was it was awesome um but i've never seen them inside uh, did we get anything else? On well, the also, Mari Offman uh, said I approved this message, and she put up, she'd done a painting of the Antisocialites <gasps> cover. That That's, rules. like, really good. So, that is really yeah. good. Wait, let me see how she said, did the Vs here. Okay, for a second, I thought she just wrote a straight-up W, which would have been very funny. <laughs> Revisionist history. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, that That's awesome. Um, all right. On the Facebook, we did get some comments. Let's see what they are. Why don't we? Uh, It's just a few. Um, Mitchell Potts says, Incredible band. Every album is great. And Anti-Socialites is one of the best albums of the 2010s. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I would put it third for me of these albums, but I still love it. Uh, Adam Gilbert says, Marry me, Archie. (laughs) Corey Clifford says, rarely does a band double its size of fans with each new album. It's a testament to how consistently great their songs are. True. Uh, Raymond Cantil says, best band, love them 1,000 times. Me too, baby. And Pat Sievert says, the new album is so good. I only know Marry Me, Archie, uh, before you two talked them up. Now I love the whole catalog. Love that. Love to get some new, always fans on board. And I'm happy to, uh, to be part of the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> no i fucking love i love this new album i love the band i'm so psyched yeah, they rule they rule three I don't for like, three i don't like that they don't follow anybody on instagram kind of fucked up um <laughs> they should change that and follow me because i am uh they're uh, uh, i have three of their shirts so uh, <laughs> no they oh they follow 166 people on instagram that's twitter that they don't follow anybody. they come follow on, every guys. member of the arcade fire come on <laughs> let's go. have a good time all right, we got to record a Patreon, so we should wrap this up. But uh, I will be in Houston, Texas this week, uh, Friday and Saturday, doing the riot at Rudyard's. Come on out. I'm doing some other shows around town, too, but those will be the headlining set. So come on out, baby. And uh, I will 
be also doing an album at the Comedy Fort in Denver. So get tickets to that. I hope that I want that to or not in Denver, Fort Collins. I'm a, I'm a dumbass. I'm also be in Denver the Thursday before. Get tickets. Me and Tim McLaughlin are doing a cross-country tour, and we will be November 1st in Columbus, Ohio, November 2nd at the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago, November 3rd, we're going to be in Omaha, and November 4th and 5th, we will be at Wise Guys in Salt Lake City. Get out there, get tickets, come see us, it'll be a good time. Tommy, what you got? I'll just keep plugging my three big dates. We got New York Comedy Festival, me and Luke show, November 13th, we got... Christmas Man, my new Christmas show, <laughs> December 15th. Christmas Boy is Dead. <laughs> and January 12th, uh, my special recording at the Bell House. So come to those. And uh, I'm going to be trying to set up some dates uh, and getting that hour ready. So I will, uh, I'll be announcing stuff soon in other cities. Go see Tommy. Get on the Patreon. Keep it crispy. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 